what sort of things are you keeping an eye on as you look to evolve to make sure that the Kelly's business is still relevant and, and having success? One thing that I've noticed we've done and continue to try to do is align ourselves more with the nationwide group and all of its offerings. Um, so we push them as hard as they can be pushed um, and want to learn and grow and utilize that program. You guys are outside finding cutting edge ways to evolve and are studying that because we can't be good at everything. And so I think it's all about people and using the tools that are available. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. Jeff and Scott Kelly are part of the second and third generation teams uh, out there that are owning and, and running the Kelly's Home Center operation in the Eugene, Corvallis, kind of Salem, uh, Oregon region up there in the, the Pacific Northwest. And uh, they, they've been doing it, the, the family's been doing it since 1974. And uh, really cool business and, and one that um, has expanded of late, you know, over the past couple of years. And they've done so. Um, you know, the opportunities have presented themselves with a couple of, you know, would-be closing stores of nationwide members that uh, the, the Kelly's team out there caught wind of and, and worked with to uh, ensure that those businesses and those people could, you know, remain open and employed and um, serving their communities under uh, under the Kelly's banner. So it, it's been an interesting story to follow and one that we've wanted to have on the podcast. And lucky enough, this week that we got Jeff and Scott, um, you know, uh, on here to talk about, you know, not only those acquisitions, but sort of what's been working for Kelly's, um, you know, to put them in that position where they can, you know, go into different markets and and expand the Kelly's uh, footprint out there in Oregon, and uh, you know, what just really what's been working. Uh, it's cool to hear from them, and and always, you know, like to hear, you know, the things that are going well for members and some of the successes that they have because it's all about you know idea sharing and. Um, seeing what you know might be able to apply to your own business, so that's kind of the the core of what we do, and uh, the reason why we have you know members like Kelly's on the podcast to share their story and and their uh, you know things that they're doing that are working well for them. So uh, really fun one, and excited to share it with you this week. So let's just go ahead and dive into it. This is Jeff and Scott Kelly here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and heading out to Salem, Oregon uh, for this episode of the podcast. And we got to do it with uh, a couple of generations of Kellys out there at, at Kellys in, in Salem and all throughout the Oregon area. But Jeff and Scott, uh, appreciate you guys taking the time and, and calling in and uh, sharing, you know, joining us today to share a little bit of your story. Thanks, Rob. We're thrilled to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we got the second and third generation of Kelly's owners on on with us today. And, um, you know, uh, Jeff, I'll let you kind of start, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and, and how you guys got into the business and, um, you know, your path to, to Kelly's. Well, being the second generation and Scott, the third, you could say we were born into it. But uh, <laughs> so my parents started the company back in 1974, uh, both my mother and my father. And then I got involved, obviously, at uh, the early years and finished my schooling and uh, joined the family business, uh, gosh, 35 years or so ago now. And, and uh, it's been a great ride ever since. So, Scott, how about you? Can't say it's terribly different, but um, <laughs> there would be opportunities on Saturdays to where uh, instead of hanging out with friends, I got invited to go to work. So whether <laughs> it was cleaning the parking lot or washing trucks or being on a truck, um, 
working security on outside tent events. It just kind of all was a recruitment of after school or on weekends and then just kind of evolved from there. Was it ever a, a thought for either of you? Uh, you know, did you have a choice in the matter, I guess, is one way to ask uh, of whether or not you would be involved in the business? Go for it first. Oh, we all have choices. Uh, but I think natural progression, you know, it's a family business and one that's created opportunities. And obviously we've grown up in it. So we have uh, capacity to some degree and interest and familiarity. So yeah, I think when I entered the business out of school, my thought was, hey, I'll, I'll uh, you know, sign on for five years and I, I keep re-upping. So how about <laughs> you, Scott? So my story would be similar, but slightly different. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to school and um, in Utah and I actually joined a different retailer there to really see if this was something I wanted to do. Um, I worked at R.C. Willie, which would be a Berkshire Hathaway company, and was there for a couple of years in sales, et cetera. And so tried that out. And it felt logical that joining the family business would make sense. But I want to, I don't know if he and I counseled together, but try it before you get fully involved to where if there wasn't a good fit, it wasn't a big deal. Um, so, but there was always in the back of my mind of, well, let's go see if I can find something else to do. But it just, it kind of kept calling me home, if you will. No, that that's awesome, Darren. And I, I mean, funny enough, I don't think that uncommon when you see multiple generation, you know, independent businesses. And what do you think for you guys? What is it that kind of called you back to to Kelly's and and kept you involved with the business? Well, I can give you a story on that one. So I graduated. I'm going to say in December uh, from BYU, and then I'm going to say within about a week, I got a phone call from this <laughs> uh, guy just saying, "What are you doing?" Well, I was going to go skiing today, and I had anticipation of trying to get a season pass at one of the resorts there but well i've got a job for you pack up your stuff i've got let's let's get to work how soon can you be here all right so a little change of plan obviously still my opportunity to select it but i had no opportunity in our electronics department at the time and so jumped in with two feet and just started running so that was kind of graduated and then he said let's do it so that was kind of my calling back home so he got a week's break. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a little bit of time. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. How about for you, Jeff? Well, I think again, Rob may be a similar, you know, situation. So uh, at the time I was married, uh, just out of college and decided that uh, I'd probably better find a job. I think I think actually my wife Bonnie was pregnant with Scott on the way, and so all of a sudden I had responsibilities and and again, it always thought, you know, uh, the family business had a lot to offer. And I had uh, some ideas that I wanted to see if we could grow it and scale it and put in some better processes. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a natural fit, natural progression and natural succession. So we're one of the lucky ones. Our family business um, has worked. I have a brother also of the second generation that's still involved in the company and uh, we work in, uh, extremely well together. Uh, Dad's still alive. He's 84 now, and he usually shows up when it's lunchtime and wants to know who's buying lunch, and then he's gone <laughs> shortly thereafter. So that's Dad's contribution these days. But uh, very grateful. So we have three generations. Um, again, in the second generation, both my brother and I, uh, and then Scott in the third generation. So now if, if I had to guess at who started at the uh, youngest age, uh, Scott, you made a TV commercial appearance. Is, am I, am I right about that? Is that the, the youngest that, uh, you know, one of you a member of the family has been involved in the business? 
We get them young. <laughs> Just a few months old at that point? <laughs> we get them young. So um, I don't remember signing on for that commercial, but yeah, when I was just a couple of months old. And then what's kind of ironic is um, our Eugene crew is taken onto that commercial, which we have on YouTube. And the slogan there is um, Scotty, my name doesn't work much. And so actually two weeks ago, one of our guys in Eugene do a really big sketch about yay big of that commercial on paper. It's actually pretty funny. So <laughs> it was ironically funny that you asked that question and saw that commercial. So that gets a lot of attention. No, that that's awesome. What's it? I mean, you know, obviously a family affair and I, you know, the business is, is, there's more involved than just you guys, but what's it like, um, you know, for you, I always like asking this question, what's it like working with family? So one thing that helped was um, we decided that one roof for all three of us, there was a little cramped. So we decided we needed to expand into Eugene. And so I think logically I said, I'll go. <laughs> so I was able to um, create a little bit of separation so I could stretch my wings, if you will, and just, Hey, you know what? Uh, we are a family business, but we've got now a couple of locations. So let me go down there and, try some of my ideas to where we're not um, having to uh, double check all the decisions at once. So part of it is just as we do work well, there are also moments of um, because we've done it this way, it's not always necessarily the same way I would do it. So uh, there's synergy, but at the same time, some independence that allows us to operate simultaneously and independently, but with a joint mission statement of wanting to all the right things. No, that make, makes sense. And um yeah, to the point about the different locations, I you know want to ask, what's it like walking into a, a Kelly's today? And are are the locations different, or do you guys do anything to um, you know differentiate one store from another? Yeah. So again, our anchor store, our home store, is here in Salem, Oregon. Uh, the building, the facility we're we're in, we built 16 years ago. It's a world class uh, facility. We rolled into Eugene five, six, seven years ago now, and we bought uh, two independents, consolidated them into one. Uh, Bought the real estate, remodeled it. Um, so the, the the offerings for the most part would be the same. We do a few more things in Salem just based on we have a little more square footage. We have a cooking school and a kitchen store and some things. Uh, mattress department. Um, Corvallis is a small store. We um, put that in right during COVID. We had at the time several Ashley Furniture Home stores and uh, we were mandated by the governor to close non-essential businesses furniture fell into that bucket so that store got shut um there was a crack to where uh, ashley's was agreeable for us to place appliances in there to open that store up so we uh, we did so so we've got a store in corvallis which is different than the other ones it's a much smaller footprint uh and then medford we we added to the uh, package here to the to the business about a year ago you're in change and it would have also a, a larger furniture presence uh, under the same roof. How's that, you know, Jeff, maybe more for you, you know, you've kind of seen the, the business um, for a little bit longer as the second generation. How's it evolved over time, you know, to what it is today as opposed to, you know, maybe what you were working in early in your career? Uh, it's evolved a lot. <laughs> so obviously we've grown, you know, uh, exponentially since I got involved uh, or since the first generation and, uh, we've we've uh, increased in volume. We've increased in breadth of our offerings. So uh, it's a much different business, but the foundation is the same. You know, we show up, we work hard. As we've often said, we're not the smartest, uh, certainly not the best looking, but we can work pretty hard. We were raised to work pretty hard. So, so that's really our approach. We show up, we roll up our sleeves, we go to work, and 
so, so that's still our core. Um, we strive to do the right things for the right reasons day in, day out. So we're, we're not fancy people. We just go to work. And as far as, you know, the evolution of the business, what are the things you guys kind of, obviously, you know, new verticals can come into a store and you mentioned, you know, taking by location, adding appliances maybe. Um, but what, what sort of things are you keeping an eye on as you look to evolve to make sure that, you know, the, the Kelly's business is still relevant and, and having success? Good question. Um, so I, I think one thing that in the last couple of years, I'm going to say the last three to four years, one thing that I've noticed we've done and continue to try to do is align ourselves more with the nationwide group and all of its offerings. So, I mean, one thing I do specifically is I listen to your podcast and I listen to the other members and just um, as an example, as I believe Roddy with Queen City, I actually reached out to our nationwide rep and had a phone call with Roddy after you did your podcast with him and just, hey, asking about the Winston-Salem store they're opening. What are you guys doing that's aligning with nationwide? So um, <clears throat> we, from a marketing perspective, now use Kim with Sight on Time nationwide. Um, they do all of our marketing now. So we felt that aligning with Nationwide would give us the best offering. So from an online, a digital perspective of evolving with our digital advertising, trying to use that team and the resources they have, and just, I'm going to say more alignment with the Nationwide program than ever and want to continue to evolve that. Um, so we push them as hard as they can be pushed in a good way um, and want to learn and grow and utilize that program. So I feel like you guys are outside finding cutting edge ways to evolve and are studying that. And so that's, in my opinion, been a big change point for us and because um, we can't be good at everything. And so I think it's all about people and understanding the team. So it's all about surrounding ourselves with the best we possibly can and allowing them to swim, if you will. And then if they're sinking, let's help them find the right path, et cetera. So I think that's kind of how I think we're staying relevant just using the tools that are available. I, and the, uh, the, the, for the podcast mentioned the 20 will be in the mail. Uh, just keep an eye out for, for that coming your way. I, that was not planned. So I, I swear <laughs> so that wasn't a planned question, but no, I love the answer. And uh, it's cool to hear how you guys are kind of staying on top of it and uh, being engaged too. You know, that's always cool to hear, I think from, from our members. So, um, but how about, you know, you talk about the, you know, diving into the nationwide offerings. What, is, what do you think it is that Kelly's does? Well, this is to both of you too, because maybe well, it'll be interesting to hear what, um, maybe you each have a different take on what it is that Kelly's does well, but what is it, what's that one thing that, you know, either you think sets the, the business apart in, in your market or just that you guys are, are doing really well? Well, at the end of the day, it always comes down to the people, right? So it's the team. And so we're, we are very fortunate. We have a remarkable group of people that uh, we get to spend our time with and work with. And, you know, we've got, uh, you know, those that, of course, have since retired from our company. We've got, I think our longest term employees now is 40 40 years, 41 years. Uh, so we have a lot of tenured uh, team members. And so as we can get some mission and alignment, uh, vision, mission aligned uh, amongst the team, you know, we, we just have synergy. So so that's probably if there's anything, Rob, that we strive really to achieve is to just have that, that uh, collaboration, that alignment, that synergy to where, you know, we don't have to micromanage you know, just take care of customers, right? It's, it's, it's not rocket science. So we, we like to empower people to, to do the right things and uh, let's just execute and improve quality, reduce costs, do more business, make a profit so we can stay in business. That's something we talk about most days and people understand that principle and let's just go to work, right? So how about you, Scott? 
So um, I was thinking about that question as you had emailed us kind of just a couple of ideas that we would talk about. So the same thing I'd written down on my piece of paper right here was just people. Um, so I think it really goes down to whether they've been with us for a couple of days or years uh, training. So every single morning, all locations, whether it's through a joint Zoom like what we're doing or in store, we do a 30 minute team training every single day. Um, and again, utilizing some of the resources nationwide has of the e-learning, commerce platforms, et cetera. So training, 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 training. So um, what do you do in this situation? And some situations are unique and you just, you go off of, okay, is it the right decision that benefits all parties involved, uh, the customer, the, the employees, the business, the owners, et cetera, is it good for everybody? So the answer is yes, it's probably the right decision to make. Oh, it make, makes perfect sense. And so also, to answer your question, yeah. just truly people. Um, without the team, there wouldn't be Kelly's. No, that that's awesome to hear. And cool to you know, it, it is cool to hear that you know the answers are are somewhat re- similar and uh, in line. Shows that you guys are kind of on the same page too. I think, which is certainly important as well. But um, you know, something you mentioned a little earlier that I, I want to ask about. You talk about the acquisitions uh, and and this, the business growing. Um, Kind of give us the the backstory on that. How did that come about? And you know, I know you, you mentioned you're you are in the middle of or have just finished rebranding everything you know, at those locations. What was that that process like? And, and we can dive a little bit deeper. Well, I think in each case it goes back to relationships. So sometimes in our industry there aren't always uh, good succession plans or the next generation. So uh, we've been in a position as maybe those that have wanted to retire that are in our greater market area, we've been able to engage and you know find a win-win. It's always our goal is to find a win for everybody. And, and then so doing, that's how we've done our acquisitions. So just as people are ready to time out, if you will, and uh, we're able to come into the market, help them have a, a good exit out, keep the team intact, uh, try to add yet even more value to the community and the, customer base. So, so that's how we've done most of our acquisitions. We've done some things outside of uh, our say related and furniture and all that are maybe a little bit different, but, uh, but yeah, so we, um, we're always looking for opportunities. We're not aggressive in doing so, but we're always in the game, right? Gotcha. So uh, in this one now, if I correct me, if I'm wrong, was it a nationwide member that you guys came in touch with West coast appliance? Is that right? That would be the most recent yep. acquisition. That was a year ago on May 1st. And um, again, after several months, whatever, we uh, concluded that, hey, we, we can add value, if you will, and found a way to get a win out of it for everybody. So yeah, West Coast, it's uh, it's a little further geographically for us. It's about, uh, what is it, 250 miles away about from a four our- Four-hour drive, approximately, depending um, on how fast you go. <laughs> so it's a little more of a challenge for logistics, et cetera, but we're figuring it out. And, uh, we're going to start a remodel in that store, relaunch a branding, et cetera, uh, next month, July. So we have some some plans, some vision, and see if we can, again, add value there. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is, obviously, you mentioned that you have experience doing this, so you kind of have a, a template or you've at least learned from past experiences of doing this. What... Um... What, what have you learned? You know, what, what makes a, a transition like that successful for not only for you guys, because obviously the acquisition is important in getting, you know, everyone onboarded, but the, the team that's already in place and making sure that it's smooth and everything goes, you know, according to plan. So nothing ever goes according to plan. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the best laid plans. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I think the one thing I've learned is just patience. So there are moments of a lot of anxiety just because, 
um, whether it was our first Eugene acquisition or our second, or even our um, down in Medford, uh, the one thing that I've learned is it takes about five years for the business to, I'm going to say, settle down or to be more self-sufficient. So in Eugene, it's taken us truly about six years for it to kind of, I can sleep pretty well at night knowing that we have a system and procedure, the culture's there. Uh, Medford, we were blessed with a really good, talented team, uh, but still there, there's still just things that they did up this way. and We are used to doing it this way. So trying to merge that marriage, if you will, of trying to Let's all remember that we're all in it together and there are moments of frustration, but there's also tons of moments to celebrate. So I think just patience in that regard and us adjusting to them and vice versa. But it just it does take time for our culture to become their culture and in a, hopefully in a really positive manner. Oh, it makes makes perfect sense. Je- Jeff, anything from from you? Well, we're still trying to master the process. But uh, yeah, and again, I think the biggest thing is culture, <clears throat> as Scott referenced. So you know, we want to hold on to the team members and that's not always the case. Some, you know, choose to leave for different reasons, but uh, we want to create a culture, hold a culture, keep the team intact and build on that. So it just takes, it takes some effort and time. There's definitely energy uh, required. <laughs> Certainly understandable. Um, but uh, is there anything, you know, obviously in terms of rebranding it, is it as simple as just kind of facelifting some of the things and adding the Kellys? Like, what do you guys do from, from that perspective? You know, what we've done, Rob, is we'll try to blend the two. So we'll, you know, keep the existing name up, introduce the Kelly's name, and then in due time, you know, remove the prior name. So I'm going to say for us, it's been more of a process than a singular event. One thing I might just add to that. So um, with both locations in Eugene, uh, we had the two storefronts and then eventually merged them into one, which was kind of always the plan, maybe. <laughs> but we still have, if you were to walk into that store today, we still have a lot of the old signage that says Old Fields, um, or we had a really special banner made, which a customer today probably wouldn't notice, but called the TV and Appliance Center, which was a former nationwide member as well. Uh, so we try to pay some um, some homage, some patriot, just trying to remember those brands. Uh, we may not advertise it, but when we first bought Old Fields, we used to answer the phone by saying, uh, Kelly's appliances, formerly old fields. How may I help you? But over time now it's transitioned, but we'll still even four years later, still have customers calling and say, Hey, I want to talk to old fields. It's like, well, <laughs> actually that's changed about four years ago. So it just, it takes time. Yeah. That, that's the other interesting part too. Obviously, you know, I ask about the, uh, the teams that are there and, and things like that, but the, within the market and the customers that are there, you know, talk about that a little bit and what, you know, the efforts that you put towards, um, you know, making, people in the area and, you know, aware of what the, the changes that are happening. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a side story. So we bought a furniture company here four years ago. Uh, this year, they literally celebrate having been in business for 104 years. <laughs> so um, in that particular case, we, we left the name as it was. Obviously, there's a lot of brand equity after 100 years of being yeah. in business in the same marketplace. So I, I think even there, there's some wisdom, you know, um, our, our name uh, to us means something, but to most people, it doesn't mean anything, right? So it's not an ego thing. Just for that market, what's the right thing to do? Obviously, on the appliances, if we can create alignment under a single brand for website and digital and advertising and all that, there's synergy to that. So um, where it makes sense, we align under a single brand, but we have some other secondary brands that we operate under as well. Gotcha. Now, I feel like I, you know, a million ways I can go with 
questions and things like that. But one more I want to ask a, a, about, and uh, I know you guys are busy, but you know, when you think about for for companies that are in the for independents that are in a position where you know maybe they can uh, approach the idea of an acquisition, what's the process like for you guys determining whether it makes sense, or you know, what, what's that internal discussion like? Um, you know, as you're considering maybe expanding or, or something along those lines before you actually decide that it, it's something that you want to pursue. So here, here's uh, the template we use, Rob, which maybe answers uh, the question. So we have as a mission statement for our company, very simply, our business exists to improve the lives of all it serves. Owners, employees, customers, vendors, and community, five groups. So any decision, whether it's, again, a frontline decision or whether it's an acquisition, it's the same question. Is it good for all five groups? So is it good for the ownership? Is it good for all the team members involved? Is it good for the vendors, the community? And uh, who did I miss? Owners, employees, customers, vendors, and community. So if, if we can answer yes to all five, then we run fast. If it's only good for us and any decision, we run away from it. I, I don't, I'm not interested. It's only when it's good for all five groups and we can align resources and we run hard at it. Oh, that's awesome. I and- I mean, it's like cool to see how it ties into it's not that it's just another decision because obviously it's a big decision, but the way you approach it and, and think about it and address it is like it's any other part of the business. Yep. Same process. No, that's awesome. Well, Jeff and, and Scott, you know, I appreciate you guys you know, taking the time. This is cool to learn about, you know, not only Kelly's, but you know, the, the way you guys kind of go about the, you, the things you do and, and your business. So I um, appreciate you kind of letting us into the, uh, you know, under the covers and into the store, if you will, and, and talking a little bit with us today. So uh, we appreciate it. Hope to, you know, connect again soon. Thank you. We'll see you, I think, in um, prime time in Orlando. Hey, awesome to hear. So yeah, we'll get the get the uh, the word out that you'll be down there and, and we're certainly, you know, looking forward to it. And I know we'll have some fun down there for sure. We got some some cool things planned. So we're looking forward to it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Thank Rob. You, sir. Appreciate it. And thanks again uh, to Jeff and Scott for taking time and uh, sitting down with us and, and sharing some of the things that are going well for the Kelly's team. And, uh, you know, just awesome to hear the the different generational takes, too. I think that's what kind of, you know, resonates with me after you know, doing that interview and then uh, being able to go back through it is just kind of how they, you know, have different spins on things. But at the end of the day, it all comes back to that core mission of the company. And, um, you know, if you continue to apply that, that's what has been sort of led to their continued and sustained success out there at Kelly's. So appreciate them. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast. And we will catch you next time.